Between Two Wheels podcast. I don't know, episode 274, I think. Today, we're doing stage seven, Capua to Gran Sasso d'Italia, 218 kilometers. And boy, the profile showed us it was going to be a barn burner, and then the race showed us it was a complete dud. Spoiler alert, boring. Uh, I was going to say that the other day about one of the stages, and then it turned out pretty exciting. Some crashes and, and whatnot, some little excitement. What? Okay, Between Two Walls podcast, Tyler Yonke. Um, let's get right into it. 218 kilometers of snooze, uh, but someone gets to win. So uh, today we're going we're gonna to show you who gets to win. Um, the, doing this so much earlier in the day that... It's uh, not all the highlights shows are out, but um, here we go. 218. Um, I got to mute this so I don't maybe get a, a strike on it. Uh, Kapua uh, to Grand Sasso. 218 kilometers. Pretty uh, pretty decent. And what we have here is the last, what, 45K? I mean, it has this meandering stuff, has a, a climb in the middle. Um, but we have, right? This was the stage. This is the stage we're looking at here today. Um, then you get up in these climbs, and I guess it was cold up there, up to that. There you go, up to that uh, last bit. And the last 45k, we talked about this yesterday, was pretty much all uphill. And um, is it showing the wrong one? I'm showing the wrong one here. Let's go. There we go. I. <laughs> okay, so there is the stage. There we go. There's the the, the climb, 45 kilometers up to the top. Uh, and what we had going on here early was a break of three. Um, well, at least when I tuned in, but you know, the, the real important part is the last, you know, for, I think some people crashed, um, the other excitement stuff, last 45 K you pretty much, um, well, they go up to early climbs, Tebow, Pino gets some points back in the, 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 the Peloton, but these three up the road here and who are they? Uh, I can read them who they are. They're Davida Baiz, Carol Vakic and Simone Petelli. Um, Vakic, he's with Team Coratech. He's got like the purple jersey there, not for any race lead, but that's just the team's jersey. He's like 22. Uh, Davide uh, Baiz, he's with Ilo Comatera. That's um, Contador and, and Ivan Basso's team. He's like 26. And then uh, Patelli of Simone of Interwanti Marche Circus Wanti. Uh, he is 30 years old. So you had some youngsters pretty much in the mix here today. Anyway, they're up there. They're, they got a big 11 minute lead in the last 40 K and it just, it's slowly coming down. There's going to be fireworks. There's snow up here. It's the steep climb up the finish. I mean, it's 10, nine, 12%. The last three K it looks bad. Guys are up there climbing. They're still doing their stuff. Okay. We're waiting for the fireworks to happen. These guys are doing a little bit of a back and forth to got some trouble back in the group with a few people. Um, the, the groups all spread across the road. Teams are doing their work. Uh, Quick Step is, Ineos is, uh, you got Bora, UAE, you got Jumbo up there, a few Israel Primatech, uh, EF, all kind of up there. Um, things kind of spinning itself out. The last, this Viacek guy from uh, Czechoslovakia, the other two are um, Polish, I mean, are Italian. Um, he, he got dropped a bit with, you know, three, four K, comes back. Then he put in some moves, but they just couldn't get rid of each other. And then he led into the last 1K, last 600, kind of put a, put a stamp, tried to stamp it out and to drop these guys. But in the end, Bias, Davide, easily went past him. Patelli ended up getting dropped a little bit there. And Vajcek, uh, Vajcek for, there you go, 
then the group comes over. So now the group is coming in, what, three, four minutes back. Um, so it's 3.13 here. And uh, the last kilometer, they kind of stepped it up a little bit. Some riders were starting to fade a bit. Uh, Dunbar of, of Jayco tries to take off, but um, you really had Remco kind of putting the, the pressure down. <clears throat> and Remco ends up uh, taking the field sprint over Roglic just barely. Um, and this guy, Devity Bias, got his uh, his stage win. Uh, so honestly, it was uh, it was about as boring as you can you can be. Now, why was it this way? And some of the writers said, you know, this is funny. Um, Magnus Court, an interview with him, he's he's like, oh man, I really should have gotten the break to yeah, because I stayed away. But it would have <laughs> I don't know if you would have won. Uh, but yeah, maybe you should have done that. Um, you know, hindsight. Uh, and it's probably because he was stayed with the front group up the climb and he was like, oh, I was actually able to do this. Now, we, I, I mean, the, the commentators were like, are oh, this group going to stay away? Then they did stay away. And it was really up to the Peloton whether they wanted to bring them back or not. And they obviously didn't want to. For whatever reason, we can talk about some of those. Uh, and then the group itself, um, you know, they weren't barn burning up there. But then then you have Luke in, in in the pink jersey. And he didn't he said it was he actually said in his interview and we'll play some of these interviews. He said it was boring. Uh, okay, well, let's get to some of these interviews. Um, once again, this cycling pro net, they put these ones up so far. Uh, I haven't had any issues with getting uh, struck down. So let's start with uh, Vacek. He's the 22 year old with uh, Comatech. Let's uh, start with his interview after the race. Sprint. Uh, for me, this is already a win because of uh, four years. Last four or five years uh, after juniors, after I was uh, uh, battling with Remco, I I had a very difficult time. I wanted to quit with cycling, but yeah, I don't <coughs> I don't know what to say. It's I, I'm still here. I, I also wasn't uh, supposed to do the Giro, so in the end, uh, I, I'm so so happy, and this is a victory for me. This is my reborn, and uh, yeah, I wanna. I want to live my life as a professional cyclist, so okay. uh, this is a dream. This is really a dream after all this uh, very, very hard time. And I, I still can't believe what I did today. Okay, well, good for him. Uh, now, let's just say a few things. One, it's not a victory. Uh, and we can kind of juxtaposition, just juxtapose it with what happened yesterday with two veterans 36 year olds who have won both won stages in major tours and how they played the finish compared to what he just said and how kind of how he's playing it which is uh that he was just happy to be there in a sense and he, and he did try to win he did get second place and it feels like a victory and all but yeah those two guys yesterday there was uh just heartbreak in the fact that that, that didn't happen so there's a little bit there and by the way i reached out to horner um, on his show, and I, I, cause I said, you know, really, and I played the the clips yesterday. If you wanted to go back and see it, I played this clip from 2005, stage 13, uh, where he and Suvan Chavanel get beat. Uh, just, I mean, in the sprint, like the last 50 meters, Robbie McEwen comes past him, and I'm like, had the feeling like that, and he he plays it off. He's like, no, not even. There was no similarities other than that we got caught at the line. I had been out there for over 100k. Sylvain Chavanel had just briefly, and he, it was his turn to. I'm like. There's similarities in the fact of how you're playing these things, and you can you can talk about these. These two guys were out there all day, and yes, I understand Sylvain should have done the work, completely understand that, but 
here's the similarity, Chris. You were willing to lose the stage to play tactics and you were fine with that and your careers, uh, <laughs> you know, this isn't what your one and only chance of winning a stage. So there are some similarities and I thought he could have said, by the way, I watch his show after I do mine and uh, there's way too many times he and I are calling out the same things. Who's the genius or who's the idiot? I don't know. Maybe both of us. Um, just, just throwing that out there. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Vacek, uh, had a nice little interview there. Let's go. I'm going to play some more. Cause this, um, this, cycling website here loaded up a few let's we should probably play some from before um the stage happened uh let's go sorry i thought i had him queued up ready to go uh there's got patelli interview after it's at the finish um part interview at the start let's let's read jal made his uh reaction hello um so, so you lost four years of your life uh two days ago tell us better the vita while you today. yeah i'm a bit older now uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's been some some hard days with rain, uh, fast days, but overall it's been it's been good overall. And what do you expect of today? Will it be a first GC battle, or it will be just a more of a race of elimination? Uh, it's a pretty long climb. It's not the steepest one as well. Of course, it's gonna be hard. It's a long day, so yeah, I think it's a little bit of elimination uh, towards the end, and no. uh, yeah, for sure, small gaps towards the final. No, but but we'll see. But do you fancy to attack? I mean, if I have the legs, why not? But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty special climb, I would say. Also, big altitude, so I think we need to watch out for okay. damages. Uh, I think we all read that Remco said he was one and a half kilo heavier uh, on this first week for the TTs. Do you think some, like Primoz, maybe yourself, would try to take advantage of that moment, of that first climb, when he may be best, less good at climbing? I mean, we'll see in the at the time, you know, we see the situation. Of course, when when you feel like there's a moment, you try to get it. But uh, but yeah, let, let's see if it's the day today. Thank you all. Best of luck. Uh, interesting bits there. Uh, kind of expected something. Nothing happened. They said. Did they say? It's hard with sometimes the accent. Did they say Remco was a kilo or so heavier? Now look, these guys. You're behind already. Okay, Remco's coming out saying everyone's nervous. Maybe we'll play those clips. Uh, but it's interesting to see that there was no little digs at him. And I think that the reasons you should have taken a dig weren't necessarily he might be a kilo over or whatnot, is because you he, he wrecked a few times. He might be uncomfortable. I don't know what those bruisings are. Make him uncomfortable in these moments when you might be able to take advantage of that. I mean, he sprinted at the finish, but we've seen Remco, or sorry, Roglic do that when he was injured. And then when the real heat came on, he wasn't able to do it in some of these uh, races where he's he's crashed as well. So that would have been my thing, just to test him out a little bit. Maybe, you know, down lower on the slopes now they did have the concern and maybe that's part of it which is altitude okay you come into altitude your just your threshold everything changes but come on these guys go to altitude camp they're they should be used to all this kind of stuff so um that was a, a little bit interesting um remco interview at the start let's let's see what uh remy himself has to say yeah, okay. yeah. doing it together yeah. okay. Okay. Before the first uh, real mountain finish today to Gran Sasso, uh, I was looking forward to it. Well, stage four was also a pretty mountain finish, yeah, but uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, yeah, a very long day again. I think in, it's maybe going to be one of the longest of uh, the whole Giro in hours. But um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, yesterday we had a good day. We survived uh, one of the trickiest stages very well. So. Uh, 
happy with uh, how I'm here at the start now. Yesterday you put some words in uh, on uh, Roglic. You said that he was he was looking nervous and the Jumbo Visma team was looking nervous. Can you add some more words to that before uh, the mountain stage today? No, you guys uh, made it bigger than I actually said it. I said that I was in his situation in Catalonia, so it made our team nervous to take the seconds back. So I can understand that it's for them in the opposite way. So, but it's uh, yeah, typical press stuff to make it bigger than it actually was. <laughs> and how are you feeling in the, in the body after the, the press? Uh, very good, actually. Actually, uh, everything is pretty fine. Uh, like I said, the injuries are not as uh, as bad as it was in the world. I don't have stiff legs, so uh, I'm very happy with the 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 outcome of my crash. Good luck today. Thank you. I think we heard all the red that you were one kilo and a half heavier for the TTs uh, this week that you were hoping to lose in the third week. Yes, I lost already three kilos. Sir, you lost already. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> But does it make today a bit of a risky one? As is the first appeal finish from the third week? No, because I said uh, that I have a bit more weight in muscles, which means also more power. So in the end, uh, my watts per kilo went up. So normally it should be fine. But of course, race situations are always uh, different than uh, than uh, the letters that are on the paper. So uh, just be patient, be uh, awake, and I think then uh, just arrive in the same time as the other GC favorites as the main goal today and of course if we fight for the stage win I'm gonna sprint as well for the stage win. What do you expect from this climb? It's a really long one, really special one also because there's different moments in it too. Exactly, it's a really long one. Uh, actually it's not a hard one but we go really high so uh, the hardest kilometers are in the altitude so I think those can make a difference. It's also gonna be very cold so uh, yeah. That's. Uh, the, I think the circumstances will be maybe harder than the climb itself. Okay, it didn't turn out to be that way. Uh, so it's interesting. But <clears throat> look, you don't always want to give everything away, right? So he's a little coy about a few things. About, and I think you don't necessarily tell the truth with your injuries because, you know, you don't want to give things away. Yet he's given away that he's a, a kilo up, but then he said it's all muscle. Uh, <laughs> of course. Um, what was the other thing that he said that, that was of interest that he thought the climbs would be maybe hard, whatever? Eh, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, his criticism of being nervous. Look, I think a lot of this is um, you say it in maybe uh, Dutch or maybe you say it in French or you say it in English and then in, the press takes it and they parse it out in a different language. They translate it. And next thing you know, he said some horrible things. Gotcha. I, I, I totally give him a break on that. I, I Look, because we, we've seen him in his actions and some other things that you can you can dislike him for other reasons, not necessarily because of, of this. And and I totally take that uh, for what it was. That doesn't seem to me to be um, to be a problem. Uh, let me see. Jay Vine said, uh, Tail. Let's see what Tail said at the start here. Big um, I don't think changes much. If anything, is someone to to speak about the final with, who knows, um, yeah, how to win a Tour de France, how to arrive on every step of the tour as well, and who's done this race also a few times. So for us, it's a benefit to to have open discussion like we do in the bus in the hotel, and um, yeah, to speak with all the team. We have a lot of experience in the team. It's ten Giro d'Italia in a row for Salva, for example. So. Yeah, in the end, it's not many things that you haven't seen in in that amount of racing, and uh, you go step by step and uh, just communicate like always. You are so impressive at the Tour of the Alps. Uh, you're so fast in those wow. kind of finals. All over his jog. Also, a good stage for you for the win. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, there's a lot of fast guys here. Uh, I think modern cycling—that's a characteristic that 
you, you need to have you rarely see people arriving alone to the line. Uh, the level goes up and up. There's more and more strong riders, so of course then it's more likely that people come to the line together. And uh, yeah, I don't know today if that's gonna be important, but uh, we'll see. It's a long climb before that, so uh, it might not come down to a sprint. I don't know if you had any recon on uh, the, the, the climb today. You know them? No. Not okay. Best of luck anyway. All right, I, I can't do any more of these uh, before the race uh, interviews because the base is a little bit too much. Let's see if there's another one at the finish. Um, start, start, Vlasov. I mean, there's some there were some good interviews uh, this morning. Um, let's see if I have any that I might want to do. Okay, um, let's do Patelli because he was in the the final as well. So. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to do that because I don't, I don't know Italian. Um, Luke Nason, let's do him real quick uh, and then we're done. Andreas, how incredible is that? And uh, we talked a bit about incredible. it this morning, but how much chance this morning you gave yourself to, to keep that jersey on that climb? Uh, I didn't know what to expect, but I was kind of... I was really motivated to try to keep it. Uh, I was also confident that uh, I can actually uh, do okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but we were also a bit lucky about how the stage unfolded. And uh, yeah, we also did a good job as a team, I would say. We uh, let the break go and we gave them a big enough gap that we were not fighting for the stage in the, in the bunch. So uh, yeah. went out perfect and uh, I'm happy about that. And were you surprised that nobody led a hard race, uh, tried to attack in the final? Yeah, of course, I was expecting it to be a bit harder. Like uh, I was mentally prepared to, to really have to dig deep and uh, we didn't have to uh, to fight until the last kilometer. So uh, yeah. I should be grateful, but uh, <laughs> it was also a bit uh, anticlimactic, I would say. But uh, yeah, of course, it's also Boring. really nice. What do you expect from today? It's not an easy one, too. Uh, tomorrow, sorry. What do you expect from tomorrow? It's not an easy one, too. That's not the other, but there's some time in the final. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's also going to be a hard day tomorrow, and uh, we, uh, we will go with the same goal as we had every day in the pink. So uh, we keep we try to keep the jersey for another day. Okay, we're doing. Um... Okay, um, interesting guy. So I guess he's up above the North Pole. He's or, or the something. He's way up north. He's up there by Santa. Santa. Okay, uh, let's take a look at the results page here. And then we'll we'll talk a few things, and then we will skip out because I got I'm going golf. I'm basically working from home today. I did a little bit of work. Uh, my birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to me! And uh, I don't really care too much about the birthday. That's not the point. Point was, wife took care of me, and I'm just hanging out today. And um, I'm gonna go golfing. So doing this in the morning, go golfing in the afternoon or midday, and uh, should be fun. Uh, maybe a bike ride. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm doing fine on that. Uh, Davide Baiz wins. Uh, Carol Vacic gets. I mean, none of these three guys had had a, a world tour win before. And then Simone, uh, Simone Patelli. Uh, I think he's the only. I think Intuanti Marche's uh, the UCI. I mean, they're all UCI teams, but he's in the world tour. I think they are. Possibly the other ones are lower tier. So it was pretty cool for them. Remco comes in here. But you can see down, for the most part, everyone gets the same time. Well, uh, three minutes, 10. There's a few droppers off here. Sepp Cuss just kind of sat up on the last bit. Sure, why not? Will Barter was still in, up in the mix. Joe Dombrowski, the last little bit, he came off. Um, McNulty came off way back, but I think he had been doing some work. So who knows really what his his plan is for this tour. I think it's obviously to help Jao Almeida. 
Um, some DNSs today didn't start. Uh, Giovanni Aliate for Bora and Nicola Conchi. I think they both had COVID. Um, and it was interesting. I read an article by, um, what you call it? Uh, Vela News. Hang on. We got some comments coming in here. People are, oh, happy BB Day. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, side note, I share it with my sister. She's six years older than me. So growing up, it was all about her, not about me. So it, it's just another day, but I appreciate that, people. Uh, yes, I did survive another year uh, at a at a odd anniversary that we that we have. Okay, uh, I don't really want to get into that. Um, let's go here. I want to look at the um, United States. Let's check out the American writers. Sepkus, uh, top one here. Riccatelli with a bad day, losing 18 minutes. A um, little surprised that this happened with him because this wasn't a super. And I was really interested to see what happened. Now I don't know if he got in a wreck and something happened with that. Uh, but he did come back in, and, and or maybe he's saving himself for something else because he was kind of the little American climber. I was looking forward to watching, and he did good earlier um, where we had you know had some some climbing already. So oops, let's go to the results. Um, so we could look at the GC changes as far as. Um, Trying to see if there's any teams that lost. You could look at these down. Tom Squeens went down uh, 30th or lost three places. Will Barton lost two. Everyone else kind of moved up. Um, and I think that's because Squeens moved out. And then a few people uh, up and down here. Albanese, he moved out of the top 10, uh, dropped 50 some places. Uh, Bauka did as well. Uh, Michael Matthews dropped out of the top 10. <clears throat> Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, yeah, Riccatelli dropped out too. So you got a bunch of people. Uh, Jonathan Casado uh, of EF um, losing. He's not climbing like I, he's back here with Caden Groves. Uh, you know, a bunch of these sprinters now. I mean, it's it's at least thinned out the plot uh, or the lot here for them. So Almeida, you know, some of these guys are all moving up. Tao, Camna, Cruz. I mean, and Camna, he's he's one to keep an eye on overall. I mean, he he used to be. Mostly stage hunting, uh, but you got Jack Hag and uh, Jay Vine and a bunch of Q Carthy, uh, 246. Uh, looking good there. Points jersey, uh, Jonathan Milan stays there with 110. I don't know if he really any changed at all. Uh, the KOM, uh, Bice moves into first place because I think on today was 40-some points. He got a bunch of them along the way. Uh, Thibaut Pinot had been trying to get them as well. Um, what road bike are you personally riding today? I have a giant TCR I uh, bought the frame and then built it up myself with uh, SRAM Red stuff. So it's a, it's a pretty nice bike. Uh, Victor, what bike are you riding today? I uh, hope everyone gets out there for a ride. We've finally got nice weather here, so uh, it's cool to see. Um, the points, so the, uh, the KOM is starting to take shape a little bit more. Where, But, I mean, Thibaut Pinot is a, a legit climate. I'm glad to see him going for this, and it will be fun to see him up in the mix, going for the KOM. I, I, it's good to finally have a, a climber trying to take this on, although the, the points in and the KOM in the uh, Giro are a little bit different than you have them in the Tour. Uh, youth jersey, this will be won by Venipole eventually, unless he drops out, but uh, Luke Nason's still holding that. Teams, Ineos, uh, you get there. Okay, that was the stage today. We'll look at uh, tomorrow's. I mean, this one could be, you know, Luke Nason said today, hey, I'm, I was bored. Uh, what not, blah, blah, blah. Uh, dude, don't just don't take it easy. Don't don't uh, suddenly think that, you know, it's going to be easy tomorrow or, you know, take your eye off the ball because you could get lulled into thinking today was the heavy day. You're focused on it and maybe tomorrow you lose your concentration a little bit and then something like uh, this could sting you. So that's possible. And then we have 
Saturday, Sunday, uh, the individual time trial flat, but it's 35K. So uh, we've talked about the, the amount of 75K of time trials mixed out in this year's Giro. So um, it's more than most modern Tour de France or Giros and tours they're having. But like I mentioned on episode one, if you go all the way back or episode two, all the way back, episode stage one or stage two, if you go all the way back to like 1987 Tour de France, they actually had a single time trial that was, I think, 70 some calm. It was like 55 miles. So whatever that calculates out to. So, you know, races have been, uh, anyway, it's good to see them kind of getting back into it. Now, this time trial is, it will be interesting. This will definitely shake some things out. This is where Remco's extra weight will come in handy. Uh, but the last one, I mean, this is going to be, uh, you know, a decider. This is, um, What's this one overall? Uh, 18K. So it's kind of like, this is kind of going to be like stage one or um, break it down to maybe uh, La Ponche de Belfi in the tour when uh, Roglic got beat by Remco. I mean, sorry, uh, Pogacar. Okay. All right, people. That is all that we have today. I am, once again, I'm just trying to do these 25, 30 minutes each stage. We're breaking them down. Today, boring. Got some interviews, some stuff there. Um hopefully we'll have some action coming up. I mean, look, we can, we can go back to this actually. Let's take a look here because I think Monday's a rest day. So you got the time trial and then I think you have Monday, a rest day. And then it's Tuesday. It's a little bit of stuff. Wednesday got a little more climby Thursday, a little bit better. Uh, Friday, Okay, a little bit. I mean, if mountaintop finish, that should be something to 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 check out. Uh, HCs in there, and that. But then Saturday, Sunday. Eh, I mean, it's 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 kind of it's kind of boring me uh, some of this. And then the third week is, I think, when we're really. I think that's when we're hitting the Dolomites, and you're going to start. Is this was just a downhill race. That one, stage seventeen, um, eighteen. There you go. A little bit more climb. Nineteen. Should be a, a climbing one. There you go. And then obviously the, the individual time trial and then the, the boring stage and the finish there. Ah, okay. So um, uh, Victor says, thanks for covering the Giro. My pleasure. And thanks for live streaming. Absolutely. And I'm, you know what? I, I do apologize that I don't get this out. <clears throat> I wish I would say, hey, it's going to be at this time. And I would just boom, do a live stream and we can do it. And it's better for everybody. But my life and schedule just doesn't work that way. So I appreciate you guys put the notifications on. What I will try to do is set up uh, a time like today I did. I said, hey, I'm going to do it in 15 minutes. And I just set it up for 15 minutes. So maybe you have a chance to, to get there and come through. That would be better. I understand. So or um, I mean, I could always do it out on Twitter to let you know when I'm planning to do it. But um, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm just not organized enough for all that. So with that in mind, you know, it's sometimes a little bit more difficult. All right. Um, once again, boring day today. Tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more exciting. Get these guys in, in a little bit of trouble. We need maybe we need bad weather to really to make it exciting like that. Other than that, we got a time trial on Sunday, and uh, like I just went through, the next week's going to be somewhat somewhat boring as far as you're not going to see a big GC battle until the end. So which which brings me to today and why didn't you guys push Remco a little bit today? If you need those seconds, you need chances at doing it. You only have so many days left. It's like a sprinter coming to the Giro and only getting like three or four options. Anyway, here we go. Have a good weekend, everybody. See you tomorrow.